Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? And welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast on this uneventful Sunday evening where uh, Paddy and myself both come to you both 100% corpus mentis and not under the influence at all. Well, I, do, I can't speak for Paddy, but uh, I certainly um, am not under the influence of, uh, of any uh, celebration or uh, maybe some, um, some uh, alcohol. I don't know, but a uh, small matter today of a uh, Premier League match. A uh, very somber event of uh, of a seven two victory against Aston Villa, Paddy. We did. <laughs> What's going on with twenty twenty? It's just I, I I can't get over this. Is a glitch in the matrix. It's mental. Like even to say it is just unbelievably insane. Seven goals to two. Seven right. goals. Seven goals, Paddy. Seven two goals. Okay. Well, let let's share this with everybody oh, else. God. Sit back, listen, and listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is I the sound it. of Paddy getting more drunk tonight <laughs> because the last time Paddy saw Villa score seven goals, and correct me if I'm wrong, we spoke about it yesterday. It was against we Wimbledon in 1995. Yeah. 1995, so, yeah. So let's let's enjoy this moment. It was a funny one, Paddy, uh, because. Matt Maher from the Star had put up and said, uh, when was the last time Villa scored six in a game when we were up 6-2? And I put in, uh, sorry, when was the last time Villa scored six? And I said, Wimbledon, 7-1, February 95. And he goes, he messaged me back and he goes, I'll hold on to that just in case they score seven. And literally, as he messaged me, Jack scored the seventh. And I goes, you're really? welcome. <laughs> 
<laughs> because we were only talking about it. We were only actually talking about it in the last podcast. It was amazing. And we've, we've actually morning, spoken about right? it a couple of times. We've spoken about it a couple of times, Paddy. And uh, geez, yeah. you know, that was 1995. That's what? That's uh, 25 years ago. 25 years ago. Craziness. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. The same year that Watson's story, Morning Glory, was released. <laughs> As yeah. we found out this week. So, you know. That's crazy. It's a week of... Um, Jesus, <laughs> I just can't put words on what's happened tonight because, you know, after all the hurt we've had over the last, let's say, seven years, when things started to look like they were going south, then we scored seven goals against Liverpool in a Premier League game. Like, I know we only beat them by five. We scored five against them last December against the kids. And everyone went, oh, yeah, it's only against the kids. What's the excuse now? We scored seven against their full first team, albeit uh, without Mane and Thiago. But they had had, uh, willing replacements in there and they could have had, they could have had, sword and over, they could have had... I I think yeah, I don't know Actually, I don't actually fucking care. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm the like, only I'm downside like, is the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper gave away yeah, the first goal. And yeah, he and did. And I I, I think he, he set the that. tone. I think he set the tone because a couple of times he tried to roll ball out. And before we get into the actual game, because uh, you know we I haven't had time to process the game. I I only see the game in spots. I was actually watching two games at the same time. Uh, to be honest with you, I focused uh, the the first maybe. And uh, 90 minutes was focused on, um, I, I'm a big Cleveland Browns fan. Cleveland Browns had a massive win against Dallas as well today. Guys, I, I, I put a fiver bet on an absolute long shot, uh, 19.75 <laughs> to one on the Cleveland Browns and Villa to win. I'm just disappointed I didn't put on the Cleveland Browns to cover the spread and Villa to win by plus two goals. If I did that, I think I would have probably the, the, the head of the IMF ringing me going, how do you make money? Like, how, how do we clear the debts after the coronavirus? Because I think that, uh, I think that I would be some sort of financial guru if that had happened. But, uh, yeah, it was a mental thing. So I had a split screen thing going on. I had a drill on in my laptop and an unbelievable stream from um, from Malaysia. And Gabby was on it. He was absolutely superb. And uh, I had uh, I had uh, Cleveland Browns on, on, on the TV. And the reason for that was because I couldn't get Game Pass on my laptop. Anyway, I, you guys don't need to know this. All you need to know was that I was watching Villa and I was watching Cleveland Browns. I had two sets of headphones in at the same time. I had one, one earbud in one ear with the Villa commentary. I had one earbud in the other ear with the, with the Browns commentary. And it was just a mental night. Like you, you can't imagine how much I was up off my seat. Um, but this is just like it's 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 like nothing before, and I can't even remember what I started talking about, Paddy, before I went on with this. But, um, like the the oh yes, I do remember Adrian. We were talking about Adrian. Yeah, we were talking about Adrian, and we were saying that um, like, like he rolled a couple of balls out to to players, and he should never have done it. And we were up in their faces. We were in their faces, and Paddy. Look, I'm going to take a small bit of a victory lap here. But, uh, it's it's going to be seldom that I get to do it, but. Uh, 
I didn't know what the hell I was talking about when I was talking about before this about pressing up. But first of all, I said Ross Barkley would start. I wasn't even sure where he would start uh, about pressing up on Fabinho, pressing up on, on their defensive midfielder, making sure that their centre halves had to come forward so that he couldn't he couldn't couldn't lull back in there and become that third centre half, which he does do because you know mm-hmm. that's that's what he does, and he couldn't do that because we pressed so high up the field. Their their fullbacks bombed on, and Matty. Cash had his way with, uh, with, with, with Andy Robertson. Yes, Andy Robertson caused us trouble at the other end in an attacking sense, but in a defending sense, Matty Cash could do what he wanted down that wing, and Trent Alexander-Arnold was getting caught because Jack Grealish was holding his position in the left wing, so when yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold went forward, he, and, and even when he was back there, he, was, he isn't a good enough defender to keep, to, to keep a guy like Jack Grealish out, so we got joy. We got joy with, with Ollie Watkins. I mentioned that Ollie Watkins could peel off then. If we did sit on Fabinho in, in the central midfield position, Ollie Watkins could peel off into the, into the channels. He could be the Henri, as he mentioned, that he always wanted to be. And he was tonight. He was in those channels. Ross Barkley was there in the middle. Ross Barkley looked like he had always played in this team tonight. He was fantastic. He could have had a hat-trick himself, you know? Absolutely. Oh, oh my so, God. Is it fair to say that we... Did a Liverpool on Liverpool? We out Liverpooled. I don't know. I, I, I don't know that we out, out Liverpool Liverpool, but I, I I think what we did is I, I think we're actually a very similar team, and this is this is amazing as well, Paddy. Because if you go back six or seven episodes again, I was talking about how our front line didn't need to have an out and out striker that we wanted to be fluid, and there was times when Watkins was on the wing, Trezeguet moved over to the left hand side, and Jack was in the centre, and there was all, yeah. and if you look at our two centre halves, like our two centre halves are almost exactly like Van Dijk and Gomez. You know, and and what's the best way to cover Matt Target? Make sure that he's getting the ball past our, our, our halfway line. I'm being very much egregious and I'm being very much kind of uh, overreactive because this is one game, but it's this is this is a game for a lifetime. Like, you know, we will never beat Liverpool seven two again. You know, well, I won't say never, but it's 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 I, unlikely. I, to be honest, my phone went from about ninety percent when the first goal went in. <laughs> Picking it up and being fifty percent is just bonkers. The amount of people who would message you and yeah. log into Facebook and see guys like Martin Moss, who's a lifelong Villa fan. I won't even hazard a guess at his age. Talk about the five one was it in nineteen seventy seven? Um, you know these guys have been through the ringer. They've seen us win European cups and. You can see a little tear in their eye and they're just loving this, absolutely loving this and probably a whole lot more than we are. But this, you know, you know we, we could talk about the goals, the tactics, we could talk about everything all night, but this is a humongous occasion for a Villa fan. I'm absolutely over the moon to Paddy. share that with, uh, first off, the, the guys from McGettigan's who were there tonight. Yeah, it was full of Liverpool fans who emptied out very quickly, which was fantastic. Um, the guys, um, I spotted Paddy Hessian, who would be I was just what asked was Paddy there. Me. Yeah, little, little, <laughs> little bit of a tear in his eye. You know, this this is one of those games that we'll talk about for years and years and years. And I'd like to mention guys like uh, John Nib and Mark Goodwin, who you'd see sitting outside Villa Park watching the game on his iPad. These guys have been at every game for 30 or 40 years. 
and to miss that tonight is the fucking hardest thing. And I don't, I don't I, mean to swear, but it's so hard to look at this momentous game without fans behind them. Because, you know, as Jock Steen said, football without fans is nothing. I hope no matter where you're listening to this all around the world, you have had an amazing day. And I would give every, everything I have to be in America where it's what? 12 o'clock in the afternoon where you can go on the absolute <laughs> razz for the whole day. Yeah. So Matt Jerobi, uh, you lucky man. You lucky yeah. man. Matt Jerobi, <laughs> Simon Lee, Rick, Rick, you lucky man. Rick is eight hours Rick behind. Elon, so, yeah, yeah it's, it's only, it's only yeah. half two for Rick. If Rick makes it to bed in. tonight, he'll be Get too the beers in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but like, Paddy, that's that's that. What you said there is actually that's no. It's literally I, I my our our production sheet, if that's what you want to call it, our, our episode sheet tonight. Literally, all I've got written down on it is what about the fans? Number one and number two. Then I've I, I'm literally just after scribbling this down afterwards. And, and actually, do you know what? I won't even tell you what it is. I'll get into it, and you'll know what it was afterwards. But we spoke about this that you mentioned that us here in in, in Ireland specifically. We have a lot of a lot of uh, Liverpool fans here, and and it's almost like this this kind of pilgrimage type of game to go to watch Liverpool play against our team, and because you know we can go home and say, oh, you know what, we beat you two one, or we beat you one nil, or whatever, and, and it's very unlikely that it happens, to be honest with you, and and that's gone a spade of shovel here, but. On a day like we actually spoke about this in the last one, that it's something that you kind of went, you know, we bought. I woke up yesterday morning and I went, I would love to go to Villa Park and meet my meet these mates that I've met, and, and I couldn't. And there was just something. I think there was just something yesterday that we could feel. There was a tingle. There was there was a break in the matrix. There was a glitch in the matrix yesterday, and I don't know what it was because we didn't speak about it beforehand. We just had, ended up. There's a lot of things we didn't speak about in the production meeting before last yesterday's um, <laughs> yesterday's podcast, and, and and it all kind of came true and. It's mad, isn't it? That the, the kind of this uh, that, that it just happened that way. But my question is: Yes, you mentioned about the fans. It would be massive for the fans to be there. But I think in this roundabout mad type of way, that the fact that there are no fans there means that more people are going to watch that on TV tonight than would have watched it if you could have forty-two thousand fans in the stadium. Ipso facto, for me, is that. This is going to get a lot of young fans, is what, what we need, in, interested in Villa. And fans are going to be looking at Villa and going to be looking at people like Jack Grealish, people like Ollie Watkins, people like Matty Cash, people like John McGinn. Absolutely. And before you know it, you might see a couple yeah. more Jack Grealish haircuts out there. You might see a couple more. <laughs> in, genuine, you might, you might see a couple of more people shoving their arse into each other in, 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 the, in the school playground trying to be John McGinn. Or you might see... This is like it's 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 results like that, and and it it's results like that in the way that we had the results like that today that are, that are um, they can be the kind of ones that that undecided young people maybe seven eight nine ten eleven that aren't really maybe into soccer go Jesus you know what I'm going to support Aston Villa now because look I supported Aston Villa because I saw Paul McGrath play who was centre half yeah. playing against Crystal Palace I don't even know if we won that day I just saw a man kicking a soccer ball and decided to follow this team and now I'm doing a podcast with his name on it. So who knows what encapsulates a young person? We know in Birmingham that there is 
a massive population and there's only 42,500 seats or whatever it is in, in Villa Park or 45,000 seats. I, I can't remember what the, what the full um, uh, capacity is of it, but there has been times when it hasn't sold out and games like tonight will want people coming back to the club and, and, and making the club theirs again. So in a roundabout way, the fact that there was no fans there, absence make the heart grow, grow stronger and this could be you know, I, I could imagine there's going to be a queue from <laughs> from the from the Villa Village to Great Bar tomorrow to try and get Ollie Watkins in the back of a jersey. Like, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Oh. Um, funny story. Um, obviously, we meet in McGettigan's. Yes. The, the manager in there is a Man U fan. The head chef in there is an Arsenal fan. They both finished work. Uh, I think the Man U fan was off. And he was driving along and pulled up the traffic lights and looked at the app and went, I've got to go into the lads. The lads are in there watching. <laughs> Villa. It's 5-2 or whatever it was when he arrived in. And the, the Arsenal fan. Uh, so we had uh, Dave Maloney and Jeff O'Brien, who Jeff O'Brien I've known for years since I moved to Limerick, came in. And the two of them were genuinely delighted to see like like there's there's only you know there's only a handful of us it's yeah. seven o'clock on a sunday evening on a school night in a pub in limerick at this rural town in ireland the buzz i can tell you um with a lot of liverpool fans got up and left one mouthpiece was bloody oh, i'd lucky. love to see paddy hessian inside there with he was a thousand percent <laughs> mcginn gave away a penalty remember he shielded the ball when it was mm. one nil and he shielded the ball out oh, probably it might have been a penalty it might have been a penalty if united were playing um but <laughs> but no i i, I would yeah and, and like yeah. paddy was gassed like is because arsenal and liverpool played like i i've people may not know this but i only ever i've only ever met paddy once and that was last monday um, we didn't know each other from Adam before this podcast. I never got to, I never knew Paddy. Paddy, I messaged him. I said, Hey, you're part of the Munster Supporters Club. I'm originally from Limerick, yeah. living above in Galway, looking to try and get a supporters club set up here in, in Connacht myself. And I messaged Paddy and, and we got talking. And before I said, Hey, come on, come on the podcast, because I feel like a dope talking to myself. And Paddy came on and, and we got talking. And, and, I, and first time I met him, that was like in March, it probably was, Paddy. It was probably late February because. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was. It was before it was, Christmas. It was around around Christmas time. Yeah, it was around Christmas time, and I remember I was getting it myself and uh, and uh, and the, my other half were inside, and we were looking at the kitchen in Woody's. <laughs> we were half committed to buying, and we were half committed. We didn't even know whether we were going to get it or not. We didn't get the kitchen anyway. Neil at Hunt, but I was sitting down there, and there was a fella designed the kitchen. My phone was going nuts in my pocket, and it was Paddy messaging me going, "Why aren't you doing the podcast anymore?" Because I'd taken three weeks <laughs> off, and then. Anyway, long story short, we're here and we're after beating Liverpool by 7-2. Seven seven but I met Paddy for the first time in 3D, as I like to call it, last Monday for the, for the Fulham game down in McGettigan's. And there was like five or six of us there. But uh, Arsenal and Liverpool were playing as well at the same time. Uh, sorry, afterwards. Yeah. And there afterwards. literally must have been 40 young fellas coming in from, from UL or from... Like I'd say majority of them were under 25 and that's cool too. And that's what I want to see for Villa. So they were all coming in to follow Liverpool, to watch Liverpool. Now, 
we are considerably larger men than them. So we took our space in front <laughs> of the big screen and it was going to take a multiple amount of cranes to shift us if they were going to shift us. And so they didn't. So they watched it in the back uh, on a smaller screen. But look, age before beauty. That's what they say. Um, <laughs> the boys went in and watched it, but there must have been about 40 of them there. And this is where it comes all full circle back to what I was saying there a minute ago, Paddy, is that they, who knows this 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 result like this could like like today could 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 spawn that group before because like ten years ago Liverpool supporters were all in their thirties they were all in their thirties yeah. they were all harking back to 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 Kenny Dog leashes and we've done nothing we've done nothing as a club like today's 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 something for me and you Paddy today isn't something for the club today's something for me and you and it's for all the rest of the fans but. You know, in time to come, hopefully it's a building block for something that people can turn around and go, geez, I started supporting Villa after that 7-2 against Liverpool. And that could be there. Like for the love yeah. of Jack Grealish might be out in 50 years' time, you know? It could be. It could, it, <laughs> love the love of, of Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, my son, as you know, he's 15. Yeah. He told me at breakfast today there was one other guy in his year to support Aston Villa. So and he's going to go bear out and get mind, 700 points in the leaving cert because he's a smart man. <laughs> bear in mind that there's probably 90 or 100 people in his year. So look at the averages there. Um, my daughter, Robin, completely encapsulated, but she, she inadvertently went to Wembley because somebody didn't turn up this year. <laughs> so she got to go and she is completely enthralled with Aston Villa and she literally danced around the house and we came in this evening after being in with uh with the with the Munster Lions and and that's the future yeah you know she's gonna go in tomorrow and go Ollie Watkins Jack Grealish John McGinn yeah Dean Smith's Clarence Blue Army as she sings all the time because she <laughs> couldn't get over the fact that we we sang that for 15 minutes non-stop during the Carabao Cup final even though we were losing <laughs> um so th- these are the people who who will drive it on from uh, long after me and you are gone yeah so it's a you know this is a momentous day yeah you know, I, I i think i think people might forget about it in the next day or two but this is this is a huge thing. Like I, I put up on Facebook there. I don't know whether I'm looking up or looking down. I don't yeah. know whether I'm looking at the fact that we've got, um, what, 25 points to safety, 26, 27. Well, we've nine or, points. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or 27, whatever. yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's uh, what do we stay up with last year, 35, 36? Well, we win nine more games out of 35. Yeah. We, we stay up. But there's also the fact that we, we, we've a 100% record. So. Yeah, the, the other side of it is we won our game in hand yeah. and go top of the league. So are we looking down? Is it the, is it the kazoo factor that the two teams oh, sponsored yeah, by definitely. kazoo are top of the league? Kazoo are so going, to be, going to be broke. Shout out to kazoo if they want to sponsor the podcast. But here we are. 100% Paddy, Paddy, they're going to be broke because I think they've agreed to seven. For every goal the Villa score at home, they're going to put it, give a thousand euros to a thousand pounds to um, to Everton or to Jesus, Everton, Neil. I'll start that again. For every goal that Villa score at home, Kazoo, I think, are giving a thousand euros to the Aston Villa Foundation. So I wonder are they doing that for really? Everton as well? Because. Uh, 
you know, that's great. Uh, 7,000 euros went to the Aston Villa Foundation. I think it's Aston Villa Foundation. It's some charity anyway. I would imagine, I'd be blown away if it wasn't Aston Villa Foundation. So, like, um, I know, know every player wants to score every goal that comes their way. <laughs> but uh, if, if Ross Barkley had his scoring boots on, they could have bankrupt Kazoo tonight. But, Is that uh, on home goals? I think it's home goals, yeah. I think, I think so, it's home so goals. So they've lost yeah. 11,000 euro this weekend because Everton scored four yesterday. Yeah. So well, I don't know if they're doing it for Everton, but uh, I read on, on online that they're Hopefully. doing it for doing it for Villa, yeah. Because uh, I, I just yeah. happened to mention, I see it was. Well, if they're listening, they should. Do it. They, they should do. It. Yeah, well, it's eleven thousand this week. <laughs> and you know what? My old car, I've, I've my car owes me nothing. I've mixed cement in the boot of it. Genuinely, my car is like myself. It's 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 got scratches and bumps and hollows and it needs a good MOT but uh, it's uh, <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> loath to part with it but put it this way if I like, keep on winning I'll do kazoo and I'll and I'll <laughs> solid and I'll uh, I'll look up their website and see if they deliver to Ireland because uh, they offer good old service but uh, right. Paddy I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a, a thing here and I'm sorry to, to keep on moving from point to point and, and, and not stay on that's fine on any, I think people will understand this week I think they will yeah sure. Ollie Watkins, I'm I'm out of the corner of my eye. I'm watching him give an interview here on Villa TV, and he said he's just said because I've got subtitles on. That said, uh, I've scored a hat trick before, but it was against Newport away in a boggy pitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. mental, Paddy. There's a place in there's there's a club to play in the Limerick uh, the Limerick District League called Newport as well, and. Yeah, it might, might as well be that Newport as well, you know. Then it's, that's like that brings it all home. This guy's living a dream, and 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 yeah. as Dean Smith said, Dean Smith said in his post-match interview, he said we spent a lot of money on him, but tonight he's tonight he's doubled it. Absolutely. Yeah, tonight he's doubled it. So, like on on that note, I'm just gonna. Can you hear this? <laughs> We'll open a bottle of whiskey, of, uh, whiskey tonight. So, uh, I can't Ollie Watkins on a school night. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> by God, did that, did that guy just look so at home tonight? Oh, I, I wondered where we actually going to talk about the match one stage here. <laughs> yeah, well, to be honest with you, Paddy, I like I'm 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 disgusted, disgusted I didn't press record in the match. This, I, I don't know why I didn't. Mentalness, absolute it's mentalness. It's all right. You've been watching it for years to come. I, I'm sure. Exactly. So I've, I've, I've on the I've villa lived, uh, social social what media. I, what I've done is I actually went on, uh, went through the Sky TV guide uh, for the next seven days, and I couldn't find it. But then I went, should I won't have it up yet? They'll put it up now in place of like EFL Gold or something like that, and 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 so later on during the week. So I'll keep an eye out for it. I record it again. But I've got match of the day recording as we speak, but. Uh, uh, like it's, I don't know. I can't even remember what I was going to say. But yeah, oh yeah, we were talking about the match, and uh, <laughs> I, 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 remember, I remember bits and st- fits and start of it, starts of it because I was enthralled in the match. Like literally, the first maybe after the first goal, I went, oh, I don't want to invest myself emotionally in this because we did this last year, and see what happened yeah. after Kaja didn't bend his head and put went up with the foot and Mane bent his head, but. Um, and then when Salah scored the goal, like like I'm I'm not even trying to think. First goal obviously was Adrian's uh, mishap. Second goal was Jesus. I can't even remember who the second goal was. Oh, there was too many of them. <laughs> the second goal was Watkins again. But 
Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The second goal was Watkins blinder. Yeah, yeah, absolutely stuck it in the top yeah, corner. Absolutely yeah. took in from the left hand side. That's exactly. Yeah, that, and and that's exactly that. That's exactly the position I expected him to see coming in from, either the left or the right there. Ball over the top in on the left hand uh, in the channel in the on read channel if you want cut inside where the centre half is coming back at him cut inside centre half cutting his back back of his heels and bang it in the top corner that was a pipe dream yesterday morning when I was talking about it. that was literally me that was the idyllic situation and for it to happen seven times Jesus Christ oh, I don't know third goal this whole thing is what. What, what what was the third goal? Was the third goal McGinn's deflected from the corner? Because yes. yeah, yeah. we're Aston Deflection FC as well, by the way. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I just I just like to tell the listeners about Mystic Meg who have become tonight because uh, I was telling the lads that I listened to Jeepers. It might have been the Claret and Blue podcast yesterday and uh Claren Blue, yeah, I think yeah, this is the Claren Blue podcast. Sorry, I've just had too much to drink now. But we'll, <laughs> we'll have the chance anyway. Claren Blue podcast yesterday. Uh, Chelsea fan was on, and he said Ross Barkley needs five shots on target to score a goal. Yeah, and do you know how many shots on target it took tonight? Five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> so at half time, when it was three nil. Yeah, it was uh, 3-0, wasn't it? 3-0 at halftime, so yeah, and Saturday we, got the goal just after halftime. Yeah, so it could have easily been six. The, he, he had had yeah. a number of chances in around the box, and then the least likely chance took a little bit of a deflection, obviously, and it went in. Mm. And uh, when we were 5-2 up or whatever, the guys that come in, the Arsenal fan, the Man United fan, and they were cheering us on. And I said to Stephen, I said, the only thing this miss is missing now is a Jack goal. And I literally <sighs> turned my head in Jack yeah. football. So uh, it's not Mystic Meg anymore. It's Mystic Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that lasts for the rest of the season. I'd like yeah. to do that when we need to score in future. Uh, I, must, I, must, I must say I went to the toilet and, and missed Salah's first goal. I didn't miss the second one. And... Uh, I come up and go, don't fucking go to the toilet again. It's going to go. I'm going to call this betting responsibly. I, I put a fiver bet on Villa and, and Cleveland Browns at 19, to, 19 point, whatever. I said it's standard pockets. I think it might be at 19.74 to one or whatever. Put a fiver on it. Win the bones of, of 100 quid. Bit of crack. But when Salah scored the first goal... I looked at the odds and I put I put a fiver on and Liverpool draw and Liverpool win to win thirty two back and I put that on and next thing Salah scored the goal and I cashed out for seven quid so I made money on Salah scoring the goal after he scored the goal I cashed out and I went nah he's not gonna win it he's not gonna do it he's not gonna do it so I made two quid off Betfair on Salah scoring the goal so that's a responsible betting everybody that's how you do it. That's how you do it. You doubt yourself, and the second something comes true, then you turn around and you go, "Ah, no, I was right the first time." <laughs> Cashed out. So I never actually, so I never actually had bet on Liverpool while they had a goal scored, and uh, I still took the bookies to the cleaners, if you will. Um, <laughs> enjoy it. I hope you buy Absolutely. yourself something nice out of it. Yeah, for the two euros, I'm sure. I might go down sure buy myself two apples or something. Now you're going, 
What a hat-trick. What a hat-trick. Perfect hat-trick. He's our Rivaldo, Paddy. He's our Rivaldo. Header, left foot, right foot. Perfect hat-trick. Was it a perfect hat-trick tonight? That's what the internet said. <laughs> you know? Internet said it, and I'm not going to disagree with the internet. So his his first goal was with was with his left foot. Left. His second goal was definitely his right foot, and he scored a header. Yeah. Wow. Rivaldo, everybody, thirty three million. Read it in week. Well, I've only ever seen one perfect hat trick in person, and that was Niall Quinn against Manchester City. Sorry, against Crystal Palace from Manchester City in nineteen ninety one. It's <laughs> the only time I've ever seen one in person. Paddy. But, uh, sorry, I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, it was a perfect hat trick. It was left foot, right foot, and a header. Brilliant. I don't think I would have ever guessed that Nile Quinn was your only perfect hat trick that you've ever seen. That's the only time I've ever seen someone score a perfect hat trick in, in real life, obviously. And I would have been there tonight, so I would have, <laughs> I would have yeah. seen him score. Yeah, um, I went to Ireland against. England in Wembley in 1991. I was 14. And on the Saturday, we went to Crystal Palace Palace against Manchester City. And Noel Quinn scored the perfect hat-trick. My dad's a Man City fan. That's the... Yeah. I I, I was thinking that was what the... What the what the, <laughs> the the connection was there, but uh, so we actually mean... the, the following day we went to see Liverpool against. Uh, why am I even talking about this anyway? Liverpool against uh, West Ham at Upton Park. Yeah, and it was the first time we'd seen Steve Stanton uh, play Robbie Fowler in accent. Anyway, we're all good. <laughs> Let's, forget. <laughs> Let's forget about my reminiscing. Uh, so how many? It was how a perfect many go- hat trick. How many goals have we gone through? I, I'm trying to think. So, uh, and this isn't me being a bollocks, by the way, <laughs> for everybody in the, from the states. <laughs> the word bollocks means is a rude word, just because I know it's not used that much over there. Um, so, where, I'm trying to think. So, we've gotten. So, the first goal was obviously the the Adrian mishap. The second goal was Watkins blinder from the from the edge of the area or, or cutting in with his right foot. Third goal was McGinn's yeah. deflected banger from outside from the corner. Yeah, yep. who, who took that corner? Was it Barkley? Barkley was taking all the corners tonight, wasn't he? he was, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the way, he's a hulk of a man. He's way bigger and stronger than I ever put him down for. I don't know, is it the Clarent Blue? Is it the cut of the Kappa jersey? The tight fitting <laughs> Kappa jersey? But Jesus Christ, he's got a bit of build to him, doesn't he? And I said that like, he's going to be our tallest midfielder. And I'm going to come back. I'm going to have a full five-minute ranty segment on him in a moment because I thought he was flawless tonight. Well, not flawless, but I thought he was great. Um, can I so, go and get another beer while you talk about? <laughs> you can go on. So yeah, go go for go for a beer, and I'll uh, no. yeah, absolutely. Have <laughs> no fear. Um, so number number three was was again. Number four was number three. Was uh, Watkins again. Number four was Watkins Hattrick. Watkins Hattrick by halftime. Yeah, Watkins header. Absolute class. What what happened for that? Actually, I'm sketchy on how we got that header. How we got the header. I'm sketching what, 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 how the, the headed goal came. Was it Jack? Was it, was it from, I, I can't actually, I can remember him scoring the header, but I can't remember how, what the build-up of it was. I've actually lost myself. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find it. We'll, we'll come across it at some stage. So we had, we had Watkins header. Then we had number five was Barkley. 
and that was the deflected shot. Um, took a small deflection yeah. and went right in the postage stamp up at the top. Adrian didn't have a hope, and he did. He slide into the halt end as you said. You were you were you were hoping you would see you'd be in the halt end to see it, and he did. He slide into the halt end. And number seven, then number seven was Jack's. Def- yeah. What was Jack? Jack's deflected just shot. Had the, the premonition. I, I remembered about the. It was a free kick. Barkley took the ball over the top. Um, it was met at the back post by can't remember. Oh yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, whip, yeah. Whip back across, and there was uh, there, there was, was an right. element that they reckoned it was offside. It wasn't offside. Yes, yeah. So, it was a Trezeguet. Trezeguet put it back across the box, and Watkins was there. Of course, yeah. as I said, Watkins was born at the back post. Everybody, there's two phrases yeah. I have. And, let's, Beckham. let's give a special shout out to Trezeguet because. Yeah. Right, we've coursed enough in this one. He worked his bollocks off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? he did. So, so let's uh, let's give it to him. In fairness, yeah, he, he uh, fantastic. Tonight. He worked hard when he, he was there. He worked exactly. Whether it was with Trent Alexander Arnold or whether it was helping um, Maddie Cash with, his bread and butter was helping Maddie Cash with, with with Andy Robertson. And I think he was low. Give Robertson a small bit of free reign because. It's it's weird. I, I I still I still think that that Dean Smith is comfortable with us uh, uh, defending crosses, and and we'll see as the year goes on. But this time it was from the right as opposed to the left is where we're normally comfortable. But you know, there's there's another study to be done on that. So Jack's sixth goal was the deflected one, wasn't it? Where he it, yeah. it, he took a shot. He was obviously going for the opposite corner. Hit off someone went into the went into the left hand corner as the camera as as if, as if you're facing behind Jack. And then the last one then was the Panaka type one. He just little dinked it, dinked it over the foot. The one thing I liked about class. the the fifth goal or seventh goal. Seven Jack got six oh, and seven. I think talking about seven goals is nuts. <laughs> yeah, how many um, games was that? Would, would it normally take us to score seven goals? Yeah, um, the goal would probably have been. Um, so Watkins went in one on one slightly yeah. before then and had a similar option, oh, yeah, and it was yeah. saved, yeah. and then. Jack took well, I was gonna say the better option, but the keeper got a hand to it in fairness to him. Um but Jesus, they're looking at seven goals against the champions. Yeah. Not even the champions of England, the world champions as they are. Yeah. I know they didn't win the European Cup, but they're world champions, so but they're like they're it, this is amazing. The, the the best or the second best team in the world. Like, you know, this this is a glitch in the matrix. Like there's there's no other way of saying it, and and that's why we're so happy about this. That's why we wanted to come on when we're Flooded with endorphins tonight, flooded with oxytocin, whatever all those does, um, endorphins does, those kind and of proteins that go to the brain. Alcohol. Yeah, well, <laughs> alcohol is definitely something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, but uh, that's why I wanted to come on because like seven goals don't happen that often, you know. And, and I know we watched, um, geez, I can't even remember who was playing <laughs> Spurs and United beforehand. Uh, and 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 that was like a, a bit of a drubbing as well, but you know that was a Spurs team against a United team that didn't show up today. And yeah. uh, this is a Villa team who look let's call us bit of shovel. We aren't in the same ballpark as Spurs in 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 anybody's eyes. We weren't before. Like when everyone woke up today, we wouldn't be expecting to beat Spurs. Never mind beat beat uh, the champions of 
well, the champions of England and 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 the champions of, we might of be the world now. and stuff. But yeah, look, this is this is this is the <laughs> the whole world is looking at us now and going, where the yeah. hell did these guys come from? And it's well, amazing the difference that a few players can make. And you know, we'll we, we sorry, we looked at it. We looked at us beat a ten man. Uh, Sheffield United. We looked at beating a pretty poor Fulham team, and now we're looking at us beating the world champions, the mm-hmm. Premier League champions, and and here we are, and it's great. It's absolutely for for a, for anybody who's just coming into this world of being a Villa fan. This is, you know, this will this will be talked about for many years. Unfortunately, there won't be any backstories. Being where you where you ended up after the match and how drunk you got and where you lost your wallet or where you lost your keys, it will be. That. I think there could be a couple scored of seven goals against the champions of England and in the story. There could be a couple of volleys born, a couple of volleys born in, in nine months' time. I'd say, Paddy. So there could be a couple of stories after this. A couple of Ali's, Jacks, <laughs> Mohammeds, Brasses, Johns. I've been looking at uh, photos all throughout the day. My my good buddy Sean Carroll, who was in the Smith House uh, campaign oh, for so no. so so long. I'm just looking forward to having a chat with him now and going, <laughs> how did you enjoy last night, Sean? <laughs> I'm sure he'll love it. He'll love it. Sure um, he will. So I suppose, Paddy, do we... Th- look, I'm going <laughs> I'm to try and put on a pair of hobnail boots here and I'll kick myself in the shin for a moment. I'm going to say something along the lines of, so where do we go from here? Like, realistically, where doesn't the Aston Villa fan go from here? We are heading into a two-week break. On literally on the top of every rainbow that was ever that, that ever ever shone across you know across this world like we're we're right on the top of like we're like I, I don't know what it is we're we're sliding down every rainbow um it's fantastic and we've got if I'm not mistaken we've got Spurs next or is it Leicester Leicester or Leicester next Leicester and then, and then Spurs Leeds. Leicester and Leeds and then Spurs yeah yeah so could be Spurs don't know we've we've got, I know we've it's got Leicester and Leeds isn't it? We've we've got a tricky next couple of days. Um, are we in the camp of? And, and I, I've actually got a view on this, but I'm going to ask the question as if I don't have a view on it. I'm going to say that are we in the camp of the international break is coming at the wrong time, Paddy? Or in 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 the great words of Bill Hurley, R.I.P. Uh, or are we in the in in the situation of? that this uh, victory can rise all boats, even over two-week uh, laps of games. So so where do, where do you come down on that, Paddy? I think when, if you look at last year, when we were on the crest of a wave, looking into an international break, the crest of a wave was staying up. This crest of a wave is completely different. So let them have their break. They fucking deserve it. Um we don't have, eh, well, what have we got? Six or seven players going out on international duty. More power to them. Uh, I believe uh, Emiliano Martinez was asked, what's the first thing you're going to do? And he says, ask Messi for his autograph. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is unbelievable. We, we're, looking at an interna- we're looking at an international break, looking down on... Uh, 19 out of 20 or 18 out of 20 people yeah, uh, yeah. 20 clubs is that right we're yeah, second yeah. aren't we 
Yeah. So, um, to me, it's come at the right time. Let's uh, let's regroup. We've one day left on the international uh, transfer window. Would that be correct? Yep. That's tomorrow. And then we. I can't remember. And then we can we can recruit from the lower leagues if if needs be. Um, obviously, we're not privy to what's going to happen in the next couple of days. If we recruit more, happy days. I presume yeah. they released Jota to uh, to see if we could uh, bring someone in. Maybe. Who knows? Just us of Rashika, Benarama, whatever, whatever mm. it is. You know what? Whoever it is is going to find it fucking difficult to get into that team. Yeah, you know? I was just about and to say it. Yeah. You know this. This is uh, this the stuff of dreams. So let's let's enjoy tonight for what it is. Let's enjoy the next two weeks because we're obviously still in the Champions League places with a game in hand on yeah. most teams. So <laughs> happy days. We could we could be looking at uh, we could be looking at how and, and in fairness to Jurgen Klopp, I thought he was absolutely excellent tonight. What a man! In, an absolute... in everything he said about Aston Villa, and Gentleman. let's go back to the time that they hammered us just before we went down, and he said. Tonight is not the time to be uh, taking the piss in, yeah. in, in, in inadvertent ways that a great club like Aston Villa was about to be relegated oh, from the Premier just, League. And I have total respect for him. Absolutely mm. total respect for him. He said, this is, all, this, this is irrelevant because he knew that there was thousands and thousands of people yeah. worldwide that were hurting and he never, he never rubbed it in. So... Much respect for him tonight. He came out and he, he respected the team that he played against. Um, we were fantastic. Mm. We were absolutely amazing. This is, you know, without a doubt, the greatest performance since this podcast began, for sure. And, I'm positive uh, this podcast, Paddy. <laughs> let's not, let's yeah. not undersell how pivotal we are to the to the ups to the upturn of Aston Villa football club yeah. either. Like, <laughs> so so let's inform the listeners that you had a little dig at me for for calling this on a nil all draw. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were nearly right, Paddy. You were nearly yeah, right. but you you were nearly right too, saying it was a two one. V, or it was, was one all? Was it? <laughs> I said it was. I said it would be one all as well. Yeah, yeah. Paddy, you made but two look, great points there. You actually made two great points. And, and because just, just sorry for cutting across here, the reason is I'm just going to forget it in, in case I do. Uh, Jurgen Klopp, stand up legend, absolutely what a man. Like some of the stuff he says is so inspirational. Like in my day job, uh, my boss has actually quoted some stuff back to me that Jurgen Klopp has said, and and it's it's like it's it's everyday stuff. It's just literally all he needs to say is just be sound to other people. And don't be a bit of a bollocks. And just just, just be yeah. nice to people. And, and treat people the way they want to be treated. And if someone does something good, tell them they did something good. If someone does something bad, tell them they did something bad. But what you don't do is you don't play games, you don't play politics, and everything will be fine. And that's your organ clap. And the, and the other thing that you said was, you mentioned that we still have time to sign from the lower leagues, Paddy. And if I'm not mistaken, and I'm not because I'm looking at a tweet here, so I was going to, uh, I'm not even passing this off to my own knowledge, but Gabriel Gabriel Sutton at Football Lab. If you guys aren't following him about lower league stuff uh, on Twitter, you just should be. He's a young guy. He's he's amazing. Like this guy is knowledgeable beyond his years. He's fantastic. But he he basically said famous Aston Villa win inspired by Ollie Watkins, who was nurtured by Exeter. Yeah. Jack Grealish, who learned his trade, went out on loan 
to Notts County. Notts County. Esri Kanza, who was developed in League One by Charlton. Matty Cash, who went unknown to Dagenham and Redbridge. And Dean Smith, who cut his clot at Walsall. And we must save lower league clubs. And we absolutely must. And, 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 and Thomas Lane comes in afterwards and goes, don't forget Tyrone Mings at Chippenham Town. And I know that we've got Keenan Davis as well, who was with lower league FC. I can't remember what team it was. And, you know, yeah. but like, look, that's that. You go down to it. Ollie Watkins, Esri Kanza, Matty Cash, Dean Smith. Jack Grealish, Tyrone Mings, who are our big names? There they are. Um, you even talk about uh, John McGinn at Hibs. You talk about yeah. like 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 there are players. Our players are 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 hard nosed um, people who have learned their trade. They they've learned their apprenticeship. It's like like if you're a Bricky, if you're a Sparks, if you're a Chippy, you know whatever you are, you've learned your trade. You've come up the hard way. These guys have come up the hard way. Dean Smith's come up the hard way. You know, there's a lot to be said for doing that, and and I mentioned as well before the podcast about on the last podcast about Klopp and to bring it back full circle to Klopp, the togetherness. I went on a rant about about Liverpool's togetherness. You know, yeah. wh- where do you find people with more togetherness other than on a building site? And I don't mean to go back to to tradesmen and stuff 100%. like that, but apprenticeships. And you've got apprentices yeah. here, and uh, look, you just see it tonight. Like, like, oh, just fantastic. <laughs> I can't get over it. It's amazing. <laughs> a bit emotional, what, like to be honest. That's what makes people, you know, your your yeah. history makes people hard. Uh, you you look at guys. I know there's the famous picture of Sane with Mane, I should say, with his uh, broken phone. with his cracked screen of his phone and all that kind of thing. You know, these these are guys that appreciate where they came from. Um, I've no doubt that our team appreciates where they came from and I hope to God that they're out tonight together having fun having a drink and enjoying this situation because there is Villa fans all over the world and like we're in a country now that's in the cusp of going into another lockdown tomorrow Mm, fortunately you know we will remember this day you know like those guys in 1977 remembering beating Liverpool 5-1 we will remember this day that we recorded this podcast, and I'm sure we will, Neil, because we we we've called we've uh, we've recorded some pretty dismal podcasts where yeah. you know it was Lester hard to be positive about. So let's enjoy this moment. Let's you know appreciate that there's people all around the world, all around the West Midlands, who would love, who would give their right arm to have been in Villa Park tonight to experience that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, on behalf of every Villa fan in the world, this is for us. Absolutely. We, we, we have experienced the worst nine months that we can remember, you know. So let's, uh, let's enjoy it. Let's, uh, let's tell that Liverpool fan that's sitting beside you across the desk in the morning that you, you scored seven goals against the, the Premier League champions and the league champions. Or the world champions, I should say. And, uh, you know, there's not much else to say. This is fantastic. This is, in my time, the greatest win we've ever had. Um, I struggled to appreciate the win until maybe there was five or six minutes left. Yeah. And that's because of the worry that I've had over what Villa have done for the last 10 PTSD, years. PTSD, Paddy, is what it's called. It's post-traumatic stress disorder. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the diagnosis, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so go enjoy it.
Yeah. I hope those American lads that we mentioned, uh, <laughs> the two the two yeah. Simons, Rick, and my good my good friend Mike Reed in yeah. uh, in Illinois. I really, really hope you're getting very drunk tonight. <laughs> and uh, to to my good friend Simon Leach, it's your round, my lord. <laughs> it's around exactly <laughs> guys we're going to put it there because myself and Paddy were talking until the sun came up and, and, and the cows came home and the chickens came home and we're too drunk whatever. yeah 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 <laughs> we're getting there anyway I'm nearly, I'm nearly fit to break up in the hand sanitizer at this stage um, but I'm going to leave you guys with a tweet 54 minutes ago from Captain Jack Grealish and he just said wow two exclamation marks special night at Aston Villa wish the fans were here for that one Congrats to my brother Ollie, Ollie Watkins on that hat trick. Hashtag AVFC. And I think that's a good place to end the podcast. Thanks everybody for listening. As always, uh, you can, can I Paddy stop you there? On. Yeah, you can. Sorry, yeah. Our sponsor needs to give us a. Oh, sorry. Yes, we've met of the match. Jesus, I nearly did it again. He's going to murder me. <laughs> How do you can pick our man of the match for tonight? And I never went to my five minute diatribe about Ross Barkley. <laughs> but we can like I so, we'll fill another ten podcasts in that one. I I realised that I would love to give the man of the match award to everybody. Yeah. But let's recognise this amazing striker we have. I am totally in fucking love with him now. I hope he scores many more <laughs> hat tricks. Like he's a good looking chap. And uh, complete bromance, Ollie Watkins, man of the match. Laker Sports Meta Match is Ollie Watkins and for everybody out there Laker Sports are a sports um, apparel company based in Limerick in Ireland uh, they will ship anywhere all over Ireland I'm sure they'll ship to the UK as well if you ask them nicely I actually should really have confirmed that beforehand um, but uh, they will do anything of course they will they, of course they will look I'll, I'll, I'll sponsor it myself be fine. Um, they'll, <laughs> uh, they do hoodies bags uh, jerseys basically literally anything your football club anything your school anything your uh, your college uh, class wants anything like that they will do it they're an apparel company and they're based out of Limerick in, in Ireland and just in case uh, you guys over in the UK are interested you can find them at L-A-O-C-H-R-A that's Leacra and if you just type that in Lakra Sports, you will find their their uh, their their website online. And uh, John will absolutely help you guys out there. You know, and as drunk as I am, I know what Ollie Watkins will pay for the international distribution. <laughs> yeah, Ollie Watkins. Yeah, we, Ollie Watkins will pay for the international distribution. Yeah, absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. But uh, yeah, as I say, that's the Laker Sports amount of matches, Ali Watkins, and 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 no other player I think deserves it as much as he does tonight. Guys, we might come back to you again with another. Well, obviously, we've got a two-week break with with the um, international break. We're probably going to come back and reminisce on this with maybe um, a small bit more, uh, I suppose, less alcohol-infused heads uh, on this one, and just kind of talk about maybe individual performances and so on. We'll string this one out. Don't you worry. Uh, we've got the transfer deadline tomorrow as well, so I'm sure we'll be back tomorrow night with more news. And we'll be back tomorrow with our like with that. our two news signings. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. With the help of God. Um, uh, but guys, everybody, follow 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 Paddy at Villa Paddy. Follow the podcast here at Love and McGrath Podcast. Follow all the podcasts in the world. Jesus, look for Villa ones. There's some deadly ones out there. Ours is nice. Everybody else is nice. And and as I say, we're all one big massive community. And seven uh, two Aston Villa versus Liverpool says it all. Really, and all that's left to say is up the Villa.
with the greatest gusto since this <laughs> podcast began. Up the villa! It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.